0: Now, of course, this puts a bigger
1: burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcast to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio.
0: Should President Trump have pulled troops, U.S. troops, out of Syria? That's what we're gonna talk about on the show today. Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. Glad to have you with us today on the show. Walker Wildman here, I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. AFR.net is our website. AFR.net is our website. And you can download the app on your smartphone. Just type in AFR on the App Store. Download the AFR app and you can catch my podcast there. You can also download the Exposing Washington podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Download the Exposing Washington podcast. Many ways to keep up with the show. The most simple way is to visit our website, AFR.net. Today, we're going to talk about whether it was a wise move for President Trump to withdraw the remaining 50 soldiers out of Syria. This, uh, this, this move has been criticized by many people, Democrat and Republican, conservative and liberals. So we'll talk about that, whether President Trump was smart to do that or whether he should have went about it a different way. That's what we'll talk about on the show today. We'll also talk about a few other things. Uh, I would like to jump into the impeachment, the so-called impeachment inquiry. We'll talk about that. We'll hear from President Trump on that. Here some clips from President Trump on that. And we'll also talk about this, this corruption amongst Democrats that we've talked about before in, in past shows. This corruption amongst Democrats and how they never seem to have to answer for their corruption. We'll talk about the double standard and how Democrats just seem to always escape the justice system. Those are the things we'll talk about on Exposing Washington. Next week, or rather this upcoming week, is our fall charathon standing shoulder to shoulder. Fall charathon twice a year, six days out of the year, three in the fall, three in the spring. We come to our listeners asking them to come alongside us financially and support the work of American Family Radio, support the work of American Family Association. So stay tuned this upcoming week for that. And as always, you can visit our website afr.net and donate. But stay tuned, and please continue to support the work of Afr. This uh, this this first topic I want to talk about is is Turkey and Syria and what's been going on over there. It's very complicated. There's no way I can I can cover Middle East foreign affairs. In, in 30 minutes. But from a very basic standpoint, here's what's been going on. The United States has been partnering with Kurdish forces, these Kurdish forces have been fighting and defeating. Islamic State militants and this has been going on for several years now it may have been even been going on for over a decade now and so some people view that partnership that alliance as sacred and that that the U.S. should at all costs protect the Kurdish forces who have been fighting Islamic militants Isis And I really can't find anything wrong with that viewpoint. If the Kurdish forces are a top ally in the Middle East besides Israel, other, other except Israel, then of course we need to protect our allies. But what does that protection look like and that's what I want to talk about. Another question we have to ask is, what are we doing in the Middle East by protecting Kurdish forces from Turkey and from from ISIS and from the Syrian government, by protecting these Kurdish forces, how does that serve American interest? That's what we have to ask ourselves. And I'm not really sure there's an answer to that other than the Kurdish forces helped us defeat ISIS. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, was on uh, CBS this morning, this past week, and he was asked the question, do you think the President Trump was correct in pulling U.S. troops out of Syria? Let's listen to clip one. Good morning. Let me let me, let me start with Syria, if I can, because uh, in a report from Syria earlier in this broadcast, our Charlie Daggett has said Kurdish fighters feel
1: abandoned and betrayed. Have we turned our backs on our allies and put us and, and kind of left ourselves in a vulnerable position with ISIS? You know, I think initially, when President Trump decided to go in, he said that our goal was to defeat ISIS. I think we've achieved that goal. Many people keep shifting the goalposts. Many of the neoconservatives like uh, Lindsey Graham say, oh, well, now we're gonna stay till Iran goes or until Syria is a country. Well, good luck. I mean, that could be a long time. It's a very complicated war. Really think about what we're talking about. We're talking about 50 soldiers. What, what kind of war do you go to with 50 soldiers? I mean, we're moving 50 soldiers out of the onslaught of tens of thousands of Turkish troops. So really, I think it's a smart thing to do, and it reminds me of Beirut. Do you remember putting 300 people, when Reagan had 300 people in a barracks unprotected, and then there was a suicide bombing? So what I don't want to have happen, I've got three nephews who serve in the military, I don't want them to be sitting ducks with 50 or 100 of them be killed by a suicide bomber, and then all of a sudden we're drug into a greater war. Who are we gonna fight? We're gonna fight Turkey, our NATO ally, we're gonna fight the Kurds, we're gonna fight Assad, the Russians, the Iranians, the Iraqis. I mean, the whole place is a mess.
0: But the Kurds have been very loyal allies yeah,
1: to us. But what we, what we need is not 50 soldiers fighting a war. What we need is a multilateral group to sit down and try to hammer out a peace.
0: Well, there you have it. That's Senator Rand Paul's view. And Senator Rand Paul agrees with President Trump that it's best to pull our U.S. troops out of Syria. And I tend to agree with them, and here's why. First, what on earth is turkey doing in nato once again what on earth is turkey doing in nato nato was primarily set up to protect europe from russian aggression and you have turkey this rogue islamic radical state that is now slaughtering kurdish forces u.s allies in syria but they're they're protected within nato and receive money through nato and other alliances so i have no idea what purpose turkey plays in protecting europe from russia because turkey has been partnering with the russian government and the russian military (laughs) in Syria so you tell me how that works tell me how that works but moving on here Senator Rand Paul's point is how long do we stay and I have not heard one person not one person anybody that has a valid reasonable logical response to how long we stay in Syria because five years ago, people like Lindsey Graham said, we need to stay in Syria and defeat ISIS. Well, what have we done? We stayed in Syria and we defeated ISIS, along with the Kurdish forces. Now that ISIS is defeated, well, let's stay, let's stay, let's stay in Syria. And so I think that's the problem that people like myself and Senator Rand Paul have, is that there is no goal. There is no objective. The people who want to stay in Syria, stay in the Middle East, stay in Iraq, stay in Afghanistan, stay everywhere else, they have no long goal objective, a long-term objective, other than, let's stay over there. Now, could, have, could President Trump have gone about this a little differently? Yeah, probably. I might not have announced the the troop withdrawal on Twitter. I might have taken other steps to protect the Kurdish forces. But at the end of the day, the president, President Trump, ran a campaign in 2015 and 2016. One of his key campaign promises was to withdraw U.S. troops from these Middle East, wild, wild west wars. And that's exactly what he's doing here. That's exactly what President Trump is doing here. And I'm not an isolationist, but the, qu- the, the question I have is, can we not defeat ISIS? Can we not fight Islamic radicals and jihadis? Can we not fight them? From Israel, from Kuwait, from Saudi Arabia, can we not launch operations from those places? And I think the answer is we can, because we're already doing it right now. And, and as I've said, the overall goal of what we're the, in the Middle East for, nobody can articulate. Nobody can articulate why the U.S. has to be policeman in the Middle East. Yes, we want to protect Israel, but that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Protect Israel. That should be our number one purpose in the Middle East. Moving on to the second topic that I want to talk about today is this, uh, what I'm calling a media cover-up of the Ukrainian slash Biden scandal. The media wants to talk about President Trump's phone call with the Ukrainian president, President Trump's impeachment inquiry, on and on and on. But if you noticed, if you notice, you're not hearing any tough questions about what on earth Hunter Biden was doing raking in $50,000 a month, some say it's more, from a Ukrainian gas and oil company. No one can answer what on earth he was doing over there. That's because nobody really knows. Nobody really knows because it's been covered up. And so I'm going to play this clip here. This This is actually clip one. And President Trump here is doing a press conference in the White House. And he's going to explain to you and explain to me why he was withholding military aid from Ukraine. It was over corruption. Clip one, let's listen to President Trump. Because I
1: don't like being the sucker country. We were the sucker country for years and years. We're not the sucker country anymore. But I gave the money because Rob Portman and others called me and asked. But I don't like to be the sucker. And European countries are helped far more than we are. And those countries should pay more to help Ukraine. Ask a question, please. Thank you, sir. What about, what about Mr. Biden? What? what did you want about Biden? What did you want him to look into on Biden? Look, Biden and his son are stone-cold crooked, and you know it. His <laughs> son walks out with millions of dollars. The kid knows nothing.
0: You know it, and so do we. Well, there you have it. President Trump says, first he says that the the initial purpose of withholding military aid from Ukraine is because they're so corrupt. And folks, this is the problem with the US, with our government for years now, for decades now, is we've been sending foreign aid to these corrupt countries. These countries are so corrupt, you would not even believe the stuff that they do. But we've been funding their corruption quite literally. We've been, as a country, have been funding their corruption. And so President Trump gets into the Oval Office and he says, whoa, 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 let's slow down. (laughs) Let's slow down. Ukraine is rated one of the most corrupt countries in the world. (laughs) Let's slow down. Let's review what money they're getting, why they're getting it, and let's make demands that they cut down on the corruption, if they can. And so that's the context here. That's the context. But the people in Washington who are obsessed and addicted to the status quo, we got to do things because this is how we've always done it. People who are stuck in that mindset are hurting our country. Because we never ask the question to ourselves as a government, why are we doing this? Just like the Middle East, why are we over there? No one's asking that question, and it should be asked. What are we doing in the Middle East? What's the overarching purpose and mission for having thousands of troops in Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, and all over the place in the Middle East? What are we doing there? What's the purpose? But we can't ask that question. We can't ask that question, and so when it comes to this, President Trump was was fighting to have corruption weeded out in Ukraine, and now he's been roundly rebuked for that, and he ended up giving the money, the military aid to Ukraine, uh, at the end of the day. And then the last part of that clip, President Trump was talking about the he called uh the biden's stone cold corrupt and i couldn't agree more and as i mentioned when we first started this topic the media won't ask the question what, what was hunter biden doing in ukraine making hundreds of thousands of dollars in a business deal with the ukrainian energy company i'll tell you what was going on it's called pay to play and that happened under the obama administration on multiple dozens of occasions where foreign governments cut these lavish business deals with government officials' family members, like Hunter Biden, like Bill Clinton, others. They buy access. That's how you buy access in Washington, D.C. You cut lavish business deals with family members of governmental officials. It's a loophole in the system. Peter Schweitzer, who's an author has written extensively on this. He wrote the book Clinton Cash, where he outlined how the Clintons have been getting rich off of American off of the American government and foreign governments for decades. But moving on along the same lines, jumping into impeachment and why on earth the Democrats are launching an impeachment inquiry which they actually haven't done yet. I want to listen to clip three. This is Jay Sekulo, the president's personal attorney, on asking the question where is the high crime and misdemeanor? Clip three, let's listen.
1: Let me play for you what your client said because he added to the transcript by saying this. What exactly did you hope Zelensky would do about the Biden after his phone call? Exactly. Well, I would think that if they were honest about it, that sort of made your investigation into the Biden. So your, your client okay. admits that goal, which is why I'm asking you, what the Congress is considering is, whether that thing is impeachable. Do you, do you concede that? No, I, I don't think it's impeachable. I don't see where it's a high crime or misdemeanor. Tell me what rule, law, or statute's been violated by the president as commander-in-chief and as the chief executive under Article 2 of the United States Constitution violated any rule. You may not like the politics of it. You may not like the statement. But where does it violate a law? Where does this rise to the level of are a high crime or misdemeanor?
0: Well, there you have it, President. Uh, I'm mean, President Trump's personal attorney there, Jay Sekulow. Very good guy. He's actually used to have a show on this radio network, but Jay they there saying that where is the crime? Where is the crime? And he's asking a question that he knows the answer to, and we all know the answer to, and that is there is no high crime and misdemeanor there is no high crime and misdemeanor which, which leads us to the conclusion that you and I have known and that this is a purely 100% political impeachment probe this is 100% political and has nothing to do with the Constitution nothing to do with the rule of law and I'll guarantee you that our founding fathers did not write the Constitution with the intent that political parties can launch impeachment probes just because they don't like the president. And the reason I think they're doing this, the Democrats, is because 2020 is not looking good for them because if this was all about just getting president trump out of office they would wait 13 months until the 2020 election and and the american people would vote at the ballot box and elect a new president but democrats can never ever play fair and play by the rules and follow the law because when they do they lose When Democrats follow the rules, follow the law, and do things properly, they lose. Because they have a loser party platform that runs on socialism, the redistribution of wealth, soft on crime, allowing illegal immigrants to pour into our country, cutting these horrible trade deals where we subsidize other countries, Democrats have no, nothing to run on. They have a horrible, lousy, no-good party platform. So what do they do? They just have to spew and run on their hatred for Donald Trump as their political mission. Shifting gears a little bit, but staying along the same lines of impeachment. You know, if you saw this Fox News poll, which some of you might have seen this, the Fox News poll came out this past week saying that a whopping 51% of likely voters or of actually of voters say that President Donald Trump should be impeached. And if you read that headline, you would say, "Wow, man, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of people. 51% want Donald Trump impeached." This is coming from Fox News. Let me remind you of that. But the kicker here is if you actually read Who all was polled and asked these questions, you'll soon find out. Listen to this, folks. Democrats committed Democrat voters. 48% of those polled were Democrats. Well, what's the big deal, Walker? because 34 percent were Republicans 48 percent of these people who were called by the Fox News uh, polling firm 48 percent were Democrats and only 34 percent were Republican talk about a skewed poll 19 percent were undecided 19 percent were undecided 48 percent Democrat 34 percent. Republican well no wonder 51% want him impeached because they're all Democrats and I just don't know how these people like Fox as much as I like some of the Fox News personalities this is horrendous this is malpractice to run such a skewed poll and then report it as this nonpartisan reputable poll are you kidding me and as i was saying i just don't know how these these companies running these these flawed flawed is is taking it lightly these 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 are just polls are are way off flawed is 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 taking it treating it nicely these flawed polls that get these outlandish inaccurate results but these polling firms get to keep doing this and these news channels these so-called news channels keep citing these polls as if they're the arbiter of truth but they get it wrong just about every time and we're going to see this leading into the 2020 election well look we're already seeing it now where these polling firms are going to keep oversampling Democrats. And then they're going to say Joe Biden is up 15 points in North Carolina. Well, yeah, because 75% of the people you polled were Democrats. And we'll see this across the entire country. Uh, Joe Biden up 10% in Florida. Joe Biden up 15% in Minnesota. Joe Biden up 20% in Pennsylvania. Well, because your polling samples are way, way off. But what do you know? The fake news, the propaganda media, keep pushing these lies and these skewed polls in front of the American people, and here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to shape public perception. That's what it's all about. They know these, they know these polls are fake. They know they're flawed. They know they're not right. But what do they do? They push them in front of your eyes, push them to your ears to try to skew the public and try to move the public perception away from President Trump and to the socialist, Marxist, communist Democrats. That's what it's all about. Another news story out of Washington, D.C., is it turns out, after a thorough investigation, that the FBI is still using some of the same practices that they used to investigate President Trump, the corrupt illegal practices of spying on American citizens without cause. It turns out that the FBI is still doing some of those, still carrying out some of those same practices, even under a Trump administration. and all the stuff we've heard about the FBI and the Department of Justice I think there's corruption deeper and deeper in that place and I'm not sure who can fix it I'm not sure President Trump can fix it because it seems like I said at the beginning of the show if you're a Democrat then you're above the law but if you're a Republican or if you're President Trump then you have to follow the law Exposing Washington American Family Radio. AFR.net is our website. Check it out. Download the AFR app on your phone. We'll see you next week.
1: The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.